What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock news block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or among the victims of the shooting at Michigan State University. The attendant said she was a tremendous student, athlete, and leader. Frazier was president of Michigan State's chapter of Phi Delta Theta fraternity, which says in a statement its members are heartbroken. Meanwhile, State Representative Joey Andrews was in St. Joseph today after the Michigan legislature canceled its sessions due to the mass shooting at MSU. Reflecting on the tragedy, Andrews told us it's obvious the state needs to change something, so why hasn't it yet? If you look at the polls, you know, a lot of this stuff is pretty broadly popular. Most people agree that we should have strong and enforced background checks, and most people support red flag laws, and a lot of this stuff is very popular broadly. And I, I think, honestly, it's been a lack of political will that stopped us from moving forward. Andrews says the shooter in East Lansing had a history with gun crimes and shouldn't have been allowed to possess a firearm. He's hoping change can come soon. I'm hopeful that our, our new trifecta here in Michigan can act and we can actually lead the way and show the country that this doesn't have to just be like a normal part of life, that we can actually try to stop these mass killings from happening. Andrew says lawmakers need to look at more than just preventing another MSU or another Oxford. He says they need to consider future possibilities to help prevent gun violence. He told the state lawmakers were on the phone until early this morning discussing ideas and making sure that staff were safe. For the first responders, there was no time to think about what was unfolding on the MSU campus last night. They jumped into action without hesitation. Dr. Denny Martin is the acting president at Sparrow Hospital, where the victims were taken. We uh, received a lot of texts that were just, uh, you know, I'm on my way, just within people showing up, where do you need me? It was, it was a sad but uh, a very proud night for all of us here. Martin says four of the five wounded students were rushed into surgery. All the wounded are in critical condition. Three students were killed. St. Joseph City Commissioners have approved a $1.7 million project to replace lead water lines around the community. At a meeting last night, they heard from City Engineer Tim Z. Bell about the project in the, within the vicinity of the I-94 business loop ahead of an MDOT repaving project south of Hoyt Street this summer. As new state rules for lead and drinking water take effect, the city has to replace old lead service lines. The two bidders for the project were B&Z Company out of Benton Township and SWT Excavating of Galesburg. Although SWT's bid was lower, Commissioner Michael Sorolla said it was only $12,000 lower and the city has experience with B&Z. They've helped us in times of need on an emergency basis in the past. They have a history of being honest with bids when they come in under their bid amount, and I think that history justifies the price difference. Mayor Laura Goose agreed, saying that having a local and engaged contractor would be worth the slightly higher cost. The commissioners voted to hire B&Z. Also included in the plan will be lead line replacements along the 94 business loop north of Hoyt Street to take place ahead of a 2027 MDOT reconstruction project on the road. Berrien County residents and elected officials have had a chance to talk with the Michigan High Speed Internet Office, or MyHi, about their broadband needs. The office held a workshop today at Lake Michigan College and asked everyone what barriers they believe locals face when it comes to having high-speed Internet access. 
My High Equity Director Ali Herkenroder told us they also wanted to hear about how broadband helps the community improve. It's those ideas that we know that the community has that we want to be able to help elevate because we know that we don't have all of the answers, which is why we're coming to the people to be able to make sure that we're including their voice as we keep going forward. The top issues identified by attendees today were availability and affordability. Perkin-Roder said that's been common across the listening tour so far. We want to be able to make sure that people have the ability to have that free-flowing conversation. We as my high staff, we don't sit in on those conversations because we don't want people to feel like they have to say something a certain way or we don't want them to feel like they can't share what they're thinking. Information gathered by MyHi during the 40-stop statewide listening tour will be used to develop the state's digital equity plan and five-year broadband action plan. It's needed to receive $1.6 billion in federal funding for broadband through the bipartisan infrastructure law, a draft to be ready this summer. Covert Township is receiving a $475,000 state grant to improve the North Boardwalk at the Covert Park Beach and Campground. The state spark grant will cover all the costs associated with the improvement of the aging 600-foot wooden boardwalk and stairs that pass through the dunes from the park to Lake Michigan. The township says its boardwalk serves as a secondary access to the beach from the park and will provide visitors with a safe and stable walking surface through the natural dunes while protecting the ecosystem. The improvements will include adding safety rails, widening the boardwalk, installing benches and recycled composite material instead of wood to minimize maintenance and prolong the life of the boardwalk. The Michigan Department of Natural Resources announced the grant today. Covert Park Beach is the township's only public access to Lake Michigan. And the St. Joseph Public Schools Board of Education has announced taxpayers could receive a refund related to a technology bond approved by voters back in 2016. The district's financial officer, Brenda Graham, said at a meeting last night the sale won't go through until May, but... Voters could see some money back in their pockets. Our financial advisors have looked at it. Um, we have savings to the taxpayers of about $160,000. So we're putting that through as an authorization. However, again, we're not selling this in t- for a few months. So we'll look at it again right before the sale. And if we're not actually saving money, we won't actually go through with the refunding. The refunding bond was passed along with the third installment of the initial bond. The third installment of the bond is for $2.8 million and will be used for technology upgrades and the purchase of new buses. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture in Dwozhak, where furniture shopping is fun. A new report out today shows inflation is continuing to cool. According to the Consumer Price Index for January, inflation is at 6.4% compared to a year ago. That's down from the highs over the summer, which were about 9%. It might not be enough, though, to stop the Federal Reserve from raising interest rates again, since the target inflation rate is said to be around 2%. ABC's Karen Travers has reaction from President Biden. President Biden says the new inflation report is, quote, good news for families and businesses, noting that inflation has fallen for seven straight months. But the president adds, quote, there is still more work to do as we make this transition to more steady, stable growth, and there could be setbacks along the way. President Biden goes on to tout the impact so far of the Inflation Reduction Act, which he signed into law last year, saying it's lowering prescription drug costs, health care costs, and home energy costs for tens of millions of Americans. He once again calls out Republicans for not committing to raise the debt ceiling without conditions, saying a government default would, quote, raise costs and create economic chaos. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. 
The White House says the three unidentified aerial objects shot down in the past week were likely benign, drawing a distinction between them and a massive Chinese balloon that earlier traversed the U.S. with a suspected goal of surveillance. Officials have also disclosed a missile fired at one of the three objects, the one over Lake Huron on Sunday, missed its target and landed in the water before a second one successfully hit. Lawmakers in Congress got a classified briefing but are still asking for more information on what is or isn't known. Criminal charges were announced today for the U-Haul driver who struck nine people in Brooklyn. More from ABC's Aaron Katursky. Police said Wang Soor thought he saw an invisible object coming toward his truck and said, I've had enough before beginning a violent rampage through Brooklyn. We believe Mr. Sir was suffering from a mental health crisis. NYPD Chief James Essig said Soar struck nine people, including a 44-year-old on a bike who later died. Soar is now charged with murder and multiple counts of attempted murder. When he was finally stopped after leading police on a chase that lasted more than an hour, Essig said Soar told officers, you should have shot me. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. Democratic Senator Dianne Feinstein is not seeking re-election in 2024. Her announcement today signals the end of a groundbreaking political career spanning six decades in which she shattered gender barriers and left a mark on political battles over reproductive rights, gun control, and environmental protection. Feinstein was first elected to the Senate in 1992 and is the oldest member of Congress. She said she'll remain in office through the end of next year when her term ends. President Biden told the nation's county executives today how the infrastructure law will bring money and jobs to their states. He also warned about what he says Republicans want to do with their budgets. ABC's Andy Field has more. The president offering House Speaker Kevin McCarthy an olive branch. He's a decent guy. But then President Biden told the National Association of Counties that Speaker McCarthy and his party want to cut their supply of federal funds. He says he's not going to raise taxes in it at all on anybody. He just wants to cut programs. Exactly what they agree to cut will determine whether the country raises the debt ceiling or faces a first ever default. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. A Missouri judge has overturned the conviction of a 50-year-old man who has served nearly 28 years of a life prison sentence for a killing that he says he didn't commit. Lamar Johnson closed his eyes and shook his head slightly when the circuit judge issued his ruling today. A court official said after the hearing that Johnson was being processed out but should be available to speak outside the courthouse afterward. St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner pushed for Johnson to be freed while the state attorney general's office argued he should stay in prison. Johnson was convicted of murder for the 1994 fatal shooting of Marcus Boyd, allegedly over drug money. Johnson always maintained his innocence. The nation's most populated state with the fourth largest economy in the world, if it were its own country, is taking on so-called junk fees charged by hotels, rental car companies, concert ticket sellers, and others. ABC's Andy Field is more from L.A. We've all been there. You book a hotel room, a rental car, buy concert tickets, and the actual price when you check out is much higher than what showed up in the search. Democratic leaders here in California announcing they're introducing a bill that would require companies to show the actual cost in search results or advertising and ban hidden fees. California Attorney General Rob Bonta was part of the announcement. This bill will help put an end to bait and switch practices by strengthening California's existing false advertising and unfair competition laws. Also included would be all of those non-government imposed cell phone fees that show up on bills. Alex Stone, ABC News, Los Angeles. Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan has announced more than 35,000 people have died in Turkey as a result of last week's earthquakes. That makes it the deadliest such disaster since the country's founding 100 years ago. Confirmed deaths passed the 33,000 recorded in the massive earthquake in 1939. Erdogan said 105,505 people were injured in the quake on February 6th. Almost 3,700 deaths have been confirmed in neighboring Syria, taking the combined death toll in both countries to more than 39,000. 
While the death toll is almost certain to rise further, many of the tens of thousands of survivors left homeless were still struggling to find shelter from the bitter cold. And after a fatal shooting on the set, Alec Baldwin's film Rust will resume production this spring. Morph maybe sees Jason Nathanson. We knew the movie Rust would finish filming, in part to honor the work of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Now we have more details about when production will restart. Producers of the film say in a statement that they'll pick back up this spring with new safety officers as a part of the crew and a pledge that no working weapons will be used and there will be no ammunition of any kind on set. Returning director Joel Souza, who was also shot on set by the gun in Alec Baldwin's hand, says it's bittersweet to return, but a privilege to see the film through on Hutchins' behalf. The statement makes no mention of Baldwin, who is facing manslaughter charges. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. WSJM News Now continues with your weather forecast.